The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 Sports Director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meets Cheese's Bakery, Bar, and Restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. Tim Van Boren, Fox 6 Sports, three-time Wisconsin sportscaster of the year, Hall of Fame wingman. Can't wait. Like I said yesterday, I'm just listening to Jason Willie now. I just kind of want to listen to TVV talk about the Green Bay Packers. TVV, good afternoon. Homer, Tony, a pleasant Thursday afternoon to both of you. Where are you going to start? TV. What do you What do you want to start with about the Green Bay Packers? What do the, you want? the wide receiver injury report? Okay. You want to start there for Tampa Bay? No, You're talking about Tony? the Green Bay. Oh. Okay, Jason, Jason Willie gave us information: hamstring problem, Watkins; hamstring problem, Watson; illness, Randall Cobb. I don't worry about that. Lazard ankle. All true. Tampa Bay has issues with their wide receiver on the injury list, at least on the, uh, at the wide receiver position as well. I think Matt LaFleur, you know, is, is, a, is very good at not saying a lot. But every now and then, he, you know, he, he gives you what he really thinks. And he thinks what I think. This is a major barometer game. This will tell you where you are. Whoa! I mean, I think you can look at the Packers. Wait, even with Tampa Bay having the the, the compromised wide receiver room? I, I, I take him for his word. The, the first drive in the last two games, I mean, Sky doesn't have the offense. They drove right down the field. If, if, the, if the Bears can drive right down the field, the Buccaneers can drive right down the field, even if they don't have, you know, one or two or three of their top guys. Good point. So uh, I think he's right. I think it, it, I don't, it doesn't mean the season's over if you lose. It doesn't mean you're going to glory if you win. But I think it's a true indicator of where this team is right now. They, you know, they can say, we're building off Chicago. We did so many things right in that game. Or they can say, you know, Minnesota exposed us. Minnesota got exposed the second week. They're not the greatest team in the world. And we still did enough wrong against the Bears that we have a lot to work on. So I'm curious to see. And, um, you know, I, I think it's a great test. I'm not sure how the Packers come out of it, but I I think he's right. I think he's he slipped into this is what I really think. It's a it this will tell us where we are. Great test to tell us where we are. Uh, do you think he means uh, also like uh, mental? You think this could be uh, this could be something that could hurt them, either hurt them mentally or help them mentally as well? You know, I think I think you might be onto something there, Tony. Uh, I think I think it has a lot of implications. I, I think, for instance, even with even within the coaching staff, I'm, I'm going to guess that Lafleur has been largely hands off on the defense so far. You know, you give up a third straight first drive, or you can't stop the Buccaneers, or you can't tackle Leonard Fournette. I don't think you're hands off after that. So I think you, uh, you know, I, I think he's letting things find themselves at this point. I think offensive line, you know, it's changed a lot. Adam Stenovich was great with that offensive line. Well, now he's a first-time offensive coordinator, and I see him 
I saw the other night at the game, he pops in, he talks a little bit to the offensive line, but they're still figuring that whole dynamic out, man. The offensive line hasn't been great. It was considerably better against the Bears, and Elton Jenkins makes them better. But, they, I mean, that's, that's different than going against the Buccaneers. So I think there are a lot of indicators coming out of this game for the internal direction of the Packers going forward. As you're wondering about him, I'm wondering about you. And what you're thinking about the Packers as a team, and I can get an answer by getting you to answer this question. Okay. Are they going to win Sunday? Are the Packers going to win Sunday? I am going to go with yes. Hmm. Well, that tells me you like enough about them. Or you think Tampa Bay's a total mess or a combination of the the two. Are you willing to follow up? I think they're catching them. Uh, you know, I think it's an opportune time to catch Tampa Bay. Uh, I think that the Packer defense uh, should be humbled through two weeks. You know, their numbers go from, what, uh, 21st against the pass to 4th against the pass because you went against the Bears. You know, let's not delude ourselves. This is a this is a more stern test for the Packer defense for sure. And, you know, I, I had a chance to off. judge them against, on the same field, another outstanding defense. Because Absolutely. I know this, TVV, that you do not believe that Packer defense is as good as that Tampa Bay defense. I know that. Do you want to? You are correct. Yeah. Homer. You are correct. I believe that. I don't think the Packer defense is as bad as it has looked uh, in the early parts of this season, though. Uh, you know, it's an easy win over against the Bears. But tackling issues, again, the Bears drive right down on the first on the first drive, Luke Getze knows what the Packers want to do defensively. Had been in Green Bay, of course, before. Called a perfect first drive. They're right down the field. So, I, you know, I think I think in the Packer defensive meeting rooms this week, there's a lot of uh, self-searching, to be honest with you. The, you know, the best way to do something about that, go out there and play close to what people think you can play as a unit. If you're all pro last year, Devondre Campbell, you're not missing the tackles that he's missed this year. I think he's a prideful guy. I, I think that, you know, I think that they show better, and I'll and I'll give you the upset win for the Packers. I know, you know, Packers get some love, but I would say it's an upset um, at Tampa Bay. I'll give you the Packer win. But what I just heard is the tipping point is that you're counting on the Packer defense to put on enough yep. of a show yep. to win yep. the game because yep. you know how good. I mean, they can't if they give up more than 20 points, they're going to lose. There's probably a point. I don't know what yours is. If the Packers defense or special teams give up more than 20 points, are they going to lose? I would say yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's about right. I don't, I don't think the offense, uh, even without the, uh, the, the receiver injuries that Tony listed earlier, I don't think the offense is capable. Last week, I think I told you it would be a 20-10, to 10, just an easy win against the Bears. Hey, it was 27-10. to 10. To me, it felt like the same game. So, um, yeah, 20 points or so. I think that's where they are. I, I get the sense from this Packers defense, eh, you know, turn it on, turn it off a little bit so far. Uh, you know, a lot of braggadocio, that sort of thing. Uh, and I'm not saying if they play well this week, then they all of a sudden do the same thing against the Patriots or the Giants or the Jets. I'm thinking, you know, they need to kind of summon it on a week-to-week basis. I haven't seen that yet. My guess is they summon it this week, though. And they do have talent. They have talent at every level. They're not hurting on the defense. This should be where they go out and, uh, I don't know if it's a statement win, but I'll say they get a win and they open some eyes with it. Who's the leader of the defense? 
And I go back to thinking when they won the Super Bowl, I'm assuming Charles Woodson was the leader of that defense or Clay Matthews. I don't, I don't know exactly, but who who's the leader? Good question. I'd I mean, don't you need Preston to have Smith? one? I think you need I'd to have probably one. Say, I'd probably say Preston Smith, I think. I mean, he's Is he good enough all, to be the league. leader? Well, I mean, I don't, you know, he's your, he's in your, you know, he's not your best okay. defensive player. He's not your best defensive player. But I, I mean, Kenny Clark's a leader by example. Uh, Jair Alexander certainly, you know, leads by his play. I think Rashawn Gary leads by energy and emotion and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. But I guess those guys all have some things where you'd say that, that's not my unit leader either. So I'd say Preston Smith, but I wouldn't say he's Charles Woodson. I wouldn't say, you know, he's Leroy Butler. He's the guy who's going to he's Reggie White. He's not he's none of those people as a player or as a leader. Is it even worth bringing up? I mean, to me, I bring because I think back of those. And maybe it wasn't just the leadership, it was the ability that they had to make plays, and they were just an elite player, and that's a bigger deal than, than leadership. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm posing it as a question, though. I just wonder, don't you really, to be really good, don't you, don't you need a leader? Don't those great teams, sides of the ball, have a leader? I mean, they usually who, do. Who's the leader? Yep. And then offense, you always start with the quarterback because that's who it's going to be. Uh, I, I can't think of any situations where it's not. But yeah, I think you're right. I think in a lot of cases, it's either a clear cut leader or somebody emerges as a leader. I mean, Charles Woodson at the stage he was dominating for the Packers was the he would be the obvious choice to be a leader. Uh, you know, maybe when he arrived in Green Bay, that wasn't expected, but as he found himself there, for sure. I'm not sure there is an obvious choice. You know, your safeties are steady, but they're not. I think Jair Alexander is kind of his own guy. So even if he's a really strong player, I'm not sure he's a defensive leader. Wasn't voted as a captain this year. Uh, you know, I, Rashawn Gary to me is, a, is, a, is an energy leader, is an effort guy, but he's not a unit leader. So it's, it's Kenny Clark or Preston Smith. I think I'd say it's Preston Smith and, Maybe it needs to be somebody more demonstrative or Preston Smith becoming more demonstrative or commanding as the season goes along to get more of what you're talking about in terms of a defensive performance. And I'll ask lastly before the break, so if, there, if you want to know about the defense or you have a question about the defense, who would you go to? Who would be that person that you would feel most comfortable asking, not about their play, but the defense over the first two games or at any point in the season? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, I mean, I think Dean. I think Adrian Amos. Mm-hmm. I think Dean Lowry. I think those guys would be would give you a straight shot. I think Kenny Clark would give you a straight shot. Uh, those would be my guys. TVV Tim Van Vorn, Fox Six Sports. Can't wait to ask him about Aaron Rodgers and if he thinks there's any point where Aaron Rodgers has made a play for his stats more than the best interest in his team. Next. I love telling you about ESPN Plus because those people that do it will thank me. Then you'll like me more. You'll like ESPN Plus. They have all the things they've done in the past, which you can watch, and all the games they do for the current. And you just get so much. It's great per month, even better per year. And, as I've said, you consider anything for streaming. You must look for a bundle. Get the ESPN Plus and Disney Plus bundle today and Hulu as well. 
How do you find out about that? You go to ESPNMilwaukeeBundle.com. We're a part of it. We're helping promote it, wisely so. ESPNMilwaukeeBundle.com. That'll send you to ESPNPlus.com, and then you will find out about the bundle. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. After a much-needed win, the home open to the green and gold are back on the road in Tampa Bay for a showdown between two highly touted defenses and two of the greatest quarterbacks ever. The Tundra Trio Radio Network is the place to be every week. Greg Matzik and Gary Ellison get you ready for kickoff with Green Bay game day pregame at noon as they broadcast live from Maddie's Barn Grill in New Berlin. Then right after the game, Gabe Neitzel, Mark Tauscher, and moi have all the reaction and analysis with Green Bay game day post game. You got it. Stay with us before and after the game this Sunday on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, or the best. You just go WisconsinOnDemand.com, the app, and then you can get everywhere, anywhere, pick the station, whatever. WisconsinOnDemand.com, that app, and you're set anywhere on the planet Earth. Round two, TVV, Tim Van Born, Fox 6 Sports, three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman, has other awards, but he won't tell us about them. We'll figure it out and find them out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw enough to the young receivers. He should throw to them more. He's dues to the veterans. Do you believe there's a legitimate point to ever suggest that he does things for his self-interest, MVPs, records, stats, over the best for the team? I think it's tricky because I think what he thinks is in his best interest is what he thinks is best for the team. I don't see him as a, I mean, I know that perception was out for a little bit, you know, he's risk averse. Uh, I think he thinks that's the best way for the Packers to play football, is to have the football. I think, uh, you know, you look at the target numbers for Devontae Adams the last few seasons, of course he was forcing the ball toward Devontae Adams, and of course he felt Devontae Adams was going to have a better chance of coming down with the ball than anybody else. You don't roll left and against pressure, against Minnesota, just chuck one up there um, and have it intercepted, if you if you remember that Devontae Adams is not your guy going down there to get it, you know Randall Cobb's not going to knock that ball down. That's the same play we've seen incomplete many times. You know what? It's not a crippler. It's not an interception. It's incomplete because Devontae Adams knocked the ball down. So I think it's complicated to answer your question. Uh, I think that on a third and five, he is going to look to Randall Cobb or Alan Lazard before he's going to look to some other people because he thinks that's the best chance of moving the chains. But given how few interceptions he's thrown in the history of the league, doesn't that mean that he's generally or, in fact, making the best decision for his team? That's what I would say. He believes it is, and no one, no coach or no uh, personnel boss has convinced him not to do that. And the Packers have the record they have over the last several seasons, which would indicate that that's a winning formula. Not necessarily going to win you every playoff game, but it's a winning formula. So, uh, you know, when people say, uh, informed, educated people, experienced people say, uh, the best arm talent, uh, maybe the best arm talent ever, one of the best, most talented quarterbacks ever, I think that's all true. I don't, I don't think that doesn't apply to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, he, you can't say he's the biggest winner, but you can say he's 
you know, one of the most talented, and his touchdown to interception ratio will always stand out uh, as one of his, you know, true hallmarks. You can't say he's a regular season winner. He's not a postseason winner. But there are others who fit that. Peyton Manning did for much of his career. Drew Brees. Uh, I think the greatest comparison uh, by far to Aaron Rodgers is Steve Young, but um, I haven't convinced people to join that club. Um, Given the young receivers, this is the other discussion. Whatever Aaron Rodgers does, I'm going to assume is the right thing to do. If he's not thrown to the young wide receivers, he's not thrown because he has a reason and I agree with his reason. But that's not how it's presented. It's always presented that – Aaron Rodgers should throw more to the young receivers, but he doesn't because that's him being Aaron Rodgers. And, in fact, my view is whatever Aaron Rodgers suggests and how he does it, I'm going with it because history says, the records say, performance says he's making the right decision based on who he's throwing to. And uh, if he doesn't want to throw to young wide receivers, he's got a reason for it, and I'm in his corner. You want to join that club? History's on his side, and now Homer's on his side. I'm not sure yeah. which he feels more comfortable resting on. He has no interest uh, in Homer. I've addressed that with him personally. He has no respect for my uh, football intelligence. Uh, you know, again, the, the records would indicate that this team has won an awful lot of football games, him playing his style, him making the choices. I do think when you watch him, you know, you can, the team, you can – you can say, oh, why'd they, you know, adjust into a pass there, that sort of thing. Hey, you know, I talked about this on your program before, and I would still stand by it. I thought Rodgers last year, uh, you know, fell in love with the idea of getting Mercedes Lewis a touchdown. And as the season went along, I thought defenses were so aware of that, it was never going to work. And so, uh, but he still, he still insisted on doing it, and it didn't work. So, uh, you know, he gets things in his mind. It didn't always work. Mercedes Lewis was, was the best touchdown option. But I think by and large, uh, you know, I, I'm with you, Homer. I, I think by and large, I'm with you. And, and in this world, it's pretty hard to be absolute. So if it's by and large, that means I'm in your camp. Well, do you have any other examples, because you just made a legitimate one, that uh, Rodgers kind of wanted to do things because he was presented as, early in his career, being the exact opposite. Donald Driver, others, throw, throw me the ball or for whatever reason. No. I picked the best receiver, and I don't care if it's my mom or whatever. And you just gave us an example where it may have differed. Are there any other examples that you can remember? Um, I, would have to give it, I would have to give it some reflection. I, I, you know, uh, when, when they were giving the ball to Spencer Haver, they were getting the ball to Spencer Haver. I mean, I think you have favorites or somebody you'd like to see succeed, that sort of thing. I think... You win 13 games the last three regular seasons. At times, at times, you feel like it's pretty easy out there. You feel like you can go where you want. And if you think, hey, I want to get Mercedes Lewis a touchdown, you kind of think, we don't get it this play, we'll get something else the next play. So you start to believe that. Uh, you know, and they still won 13 games. So specific examples I would have to think about. To me, that one kept coming back last year. Um, and as the season went along, I thought, I thought it was – uh, you know, it was perpetuated, and they and they didn't get into the end zone with it. And that's nothing against Mercedes Lewis. It was just, you know, I, I was over that one. Uh, I think I think they're looking to. I think he looks to throw to Randall Cobb, but I think he believes Randall Cobb's going to catch the ball. Maybe not on a, you know, not a hail mary play, but a, you know, a deep throw up, oh, yeah. jump jump ball type situation. But a you know, a skinny post over the middle. You need six yards. I think he thinks Randall Cobb's going to hang on to that football at six and a half yards better than. 
Romeo Dobbs might or Tyler Davis might or A.J. Dillon might. Talking with Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Not that they've played poorly. Who's due to pick up their game a little bit in the uh, TVV Scouting Bureau? I think Robert Tunyon a little bit. Uh, you know, you're eliminating the opportunities and you're still coming back from injury. But their offense would be better with somebody going down the middle more regularly. Uh, and I think Tunyon is certainly capable of that. I think, uh, you know, I think I, I think I mentioned in the last segment, Devondre Campbell. Uh, Devondre Campbell's playing probably about like he would have been expected to play last year based on where they got him and what they were expecting from him. But he had an all-pro season last year. and He signed a big contract, so the expectations are higher. So I would say Devondre Campbell should do, you know, it's fair to say he should be doing a little bit more. And I think Quay Walker, you know, is, is, we're talking about these rookie receivers. I think he's shown some greenness so far. He's been caught out of position a little bit, and that's to be expected. He's a rookie. You know, just to think that these rookie wide receivers have to figure out the game, it's at all positions. And I think Quay Walker was such a standout in the preseason and played so much in the preseason. He was better than just about anybody he was against. Well, he's going to carry that right into the regular season. And, you know, so far that hasn't been true. Uh, TVV, everything you said seems like it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Uh, and you say the Packers are going to win. Can you, you got a score in mind? 23. Someone scoring 23? 16. Green Bay 23-16. Yeah. Packers are going to score 23. 23. That would be, wow. I would take 23. It's amazing. Would you take 23, Tony? Oh, yeah, I don't think they're getting that. I got about a 16-17 uh, game. Okay. Who's winning? Bucks. Yeah, Homer? I got the Packers. Uh, it's regular season. Aaron Rodgers does well in the regular season. This will reinforce the belief of Aaron Rodgers as a great regular season quarterback versus uh, what's done in the playoffs. Boy, total? Score. I, had t- I think I had t- uh, – they, they asked us to give it for uh, – the um, let me make sure the Tundra Trio Radio Network. I think it said twenty seventeen somewhere. We're in there at twenty one seventeen. Yeah, okay. something like that. Okay. Yep. Yep. Hey, if the Packers win this game, really with any score, I think it's a, I think it's a springboard for them. I really do. Um, but I say what we said last week, and you said all preseason Homer. In a way, it's insignificant. I mean, you can't you can't not care about the Sunday games. But if you think they're still going to the division, which I do, it's all going to be January again anyway. Yep. This, uh... I think the defense has played a little bit that way so far. Hey, we'll be there. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not sure they deserve to be that cocky, but I would agree with you. I, they, we talk, we have talked about the highly touted first in the league or second in the league. I don't know if everybody else believes it, but I'm certain they believe it. Do you feel that in the yeah. locker room? Yeah, they believe it. And the funny yeah. thing is about it, I think, is you know to to be a real you know legion of boom defense that people just say, "Oh my goodness," you have to make some plays. You know, you can't just stop teams because nowadays offenses are good enough; they're going to get a drive or two on you per game anyway. You have to make plays, and that's what Russell Douglas did last year more than anything else. And I'm not sure I see where that is. I see there's talent at every level. 
but, you know, Jair Alexander's not been a big take-the-ball-away guy, even if he's an elite corner. Eric Stokes is not a ball-hawking corner. Douglas, maybe. I mean, he's had half a season mm-hmm. where he certainly mm-hmm. did that. Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, uh, you know, Preston Smith, Rashawn Garrett. How many huge turn-of-event plays is this defense going to yep. turn? Mm-hmm. Is it solid? Is it 1-11 solid? Yeah, I think it is. But, again, almost every team's going to get a drive or two on you, and if your offense is going to get a drive or two the other way, your defense has to do a smidge more than that. Exactly. But don't add any more unless you have, like, a really gem on Giannis or something that we don't know about. But No gems. 325, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Fox, Sunday. That's the stuff. Thanks, TVV. See you, guys. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Party. Discount liquor, Twitter poll question, will the Packers beat the Buccaneers? Twitter, 54% say yes, 46% say no. Next.